This is episode number 53 with the founder of Business Miracles, Heather Dominic, on highly sensitive entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Herpreneur Wellness Show. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. Join me as I bring you some of the most cutting edge and coolest people on the planet to help you live a bigger, more fuller life as a female entrepreneur. More health, more wealth, more happiness you continue to grow your extraordinary business and an extraordinary life. Let's do it. It's official. Raise your glasses. Your business is now speaking to the masses. Hello, ladies. Welcome back. Today, we're going to answer some questions if you have been feeling out of alignment. If perhaps you've built a business that now looks completely different to what you first imagined. You've got chaos going on. You've got a heavy push. It's like you've got the ball and chain where you're trying to drag it along to get to your goals. And believe me, I've been there and I talk about it today on the show. (laughs) Today I bring you Heather Dominic. We have a great conversation with you today about really getting in touch with your spiritual being, feeling your intuition and feeling that pull and that guide using that to gracefully navigate you to your true north. Heather is the founder and the director of Business Miracles. Heather has appeared on Lifetime Television over in the United States. She's been published in the numerous books, including Stepping Stones to Success alongside Deepak Chopra. She's an exceptional facilitator and teacher in applying the book and the philosophies of A Course of Miracles, which we're going to hear about today, which I found truly fascinating. Let me introduce you to Heather Dominic. Maybe you've heard about this beautiful woman on the show that we've got today, Heather Dominic. She's all the way from the USA in New York. Thank you so much, Heather, for joining us on the Herpreneur Show. I know it's late over there. It's early over here, but we are two committed women in getting our message out today. Yes. Thank you so much, Nat. I am so happy to be here. I'm really, really looking forward to this conversation. Me too. I heard an interview with you a couple of years ago on another podcast and I never heard of the term before. Obviously you've coined it. So congratulations in having that bubble up inside you and really being aware of what's going on out there. Um, we had a pre-chat before at the start of the interview and sharing about my course of what I'm trying to bring into female entrepreneurship and getting them back into the body and getting them so we're not on the go, 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 go. How do we actually get more centered, more aligned? And I'm doing that through more of a wellness way through health, nutrition, mindset, meditation, hence why I thought you'd be perfect on the show. Um, can we start off with... What is a highly sensitive entrepreneur? And then we'll start to dig in deep with how you actually came about with it and really the work that you do. Yes, absolutely. So discovering that I was highly sensitive, first and foremost, came from a really difficult time in my business. I've been self-employed for 16 years. Wow. And (laughs) thank you. Um, I know I can't even really, it's like crazy. Um, But but yes, I have been self-employed for 16 years and I was about five years in and I had brought my business across the million dollar mark for the first time. And I would love to say that it was like this amazing 
celebratory party and moment. Um, and it was not, <laughs> it was yeah. actually a, a very difficult time because I was really massively overwhelmed. I was overworked. I was over exhausted and, I really went into, you know, this deep place of self-questioning, really wondering like, you know, just was I doing something wrong? Is this what I wanted to be doing? Is this what, you know, self-employment is meant to look like? And I really, really went into some deep inquiry. And from that place, I was introduced to a woman whose name is Dr. Elaine Aaron. She is a psychologist and researcher, and she is the founding researcher of the highly sensitive person. Uh-huh. And I had never heard that phrase, a highly sensitive, before. I had no idea what it meant. And once I learned what it meant, it didn't surprise me so much that I was highly sensitive. But what surprised me was how highly sensitive I was. Mm -hmm. And according to Dr. Aaron, what it means to be highly sensitive is first and foremost, this is something that you are born into the world with. It means that your nervous system is wired to take in stimulation at a much higher degree than someone who's not highly sensitive. Mm -hmm. And so that just means that you will... You know, in any way that the system can be stimulated, you will really experience that at a high level. So it might be sights, it might be sounds, it might be touch, it might be senses, feelings, energy, information, you name it. And when I really, again, understood what that meant, and then really through one of her assessments, understood how highly sensitive I was, which was like off the charts, highly sensitive. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Congratulations, you hit the jackpot. jackpot. (laughs) Yeah, it really had me like doing kind of like a, an about face. And I thought to myself, okay, this means that I really have to go about things differently. Mm-hmm. And you and I were chatting a little bit before we started this conversation and we were talking about the spiritual and uh, psychological curriculum called A Course in Miracles. Mm-hmm. And I've been a student of the course since I was a teenager Um I really came to it after losing my mom uh, when uh, I was 14. And so, thank you. Such a young age, my goodness. Just to lose your mom at any age, I think, is is hard, but let alone being so young. Absolutely. I mean, it really, really does. It does. It changes everything. It changes your life and it, it defines what, comes after everything. Mm -hmm. And like you said, at any age, but I was definitely very young. And so I was brought to the course at a young age. And just very briefly in, in the teachings of the course, the definition of a miracle is a shift in perception. And so when I realized that I was highly sensitive, I immediately made the connection and thought, oh, I'm going to really need to look at things differently. I'm going to need to approach 
everything differently. And that was really the beginning of what is now a course in business miracles and what is also the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement. Beautiful. So many questions to ask. Who introduced you to the book? How did that book get in your hands? Yeah, it's a great question. Well, my father has also been a student of the course for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And so he, I had always seen the book and, and it was just a part of his ongoing, you know, daily practice and, and meditation, but I didn't really, you know, know what it was. Um, and so after the death of my mother, I think my father actually, I think he actually started by giving me, it was, um, it was a cassette tape. Um, and it was like <laughs> that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> just going to say. So there you go. Um, it was a cassette tape and it was a, a bootlegged recording of Marianne Williamson speaking at a unity church. And, um, so I listened to that and really took in her message and that was really the beginning. And then I, I turned and, you know, started working with the course myself. Can I ask how old you are, Heather? Yes. <laughs> Way back when there was cassette tapes. Uh, yeah. Well, also Marianne Williamson, because I didn't know, obviously she would have been around for that long, but oh, that was yeah, some time yeah. ago when she was really switched on then, because I know how amazing the movement is that she's creating now with women and everything that she's doing. She is one beautiful, yes. powerful woman. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm 48. um, And Marianne started lecturing, you know, in the 80s. So that's why I said it was a bootlegged tape, because Mm -hmm. someone probably just literally brought in like one of those clunky square tape recorders and taped her, you know, while she was speaking. So it was way before, you know, any of her, you know, official uh, production um, and and before her first book, and I've done a lot of study um, with with Mary Ann, you know, over the years as well. So yeah, wow, that is so cool! My goodness, uh, the course of miracles. I said to you that I actually had that book. Um, it came into my hands when I was advised by, I was running a ladies health club many years ago. I was a very young manager. I was 21 years old and the cleaner, the actual cleaner of the health club, I used to have very deep conversations with him. He was a very spiritual man. He was an older man. He would have been back then when I was 21, he seemed very old. He was probably in his late fifties, but now it doesn't seem as old. But <laughs> And I remember him saying, you've got to get this book. It's called Course of Miracles. And it's a big book. It's like an encyclopedia. If you haven't seen them, guys, <laughs> it's a big book. Yeah. And yes. I, I I got the book and I started to read it and I couldn't understand it. And um, he just said, Annette, even if you don't understand it, read each page three times and just see whatever goes in. Just read each page three times before you get to the next page. And something really... Um, something really out of this world happened for me when I was reading once. It was like suddenly I saw everything in a completely different light. And then I lost the book the next day. I don't know where it went. Wow. It went. And I said that to you at the start um, before we actually went into the interview. I didn't ever find it again until I moved 
this year. Now I'm 44. (laughs) So I was 21 to 44 and it just came into my hands. Mm -hmm. And the, the funny thing is my idea was I really should do sales miracles because it's, it's what we do when we actually help somebody in their life with, with connecting our business with a problem that they're having. Our business is always a solution. Our, our product or our service is always a solution for what someone needs help in. And if we can really work through that and yeah, I need to get back to that book and I need to help have someone help me understand it. <laughs> so yeah. Heather, I might be knocking on your door. I know Gabby yeah. Bernstein also does course of miracles. I know there's so much out there, but even an audio I think would be some great help. I want to go back to, just the feeling that you had, because you said you got to the $1 million mark. It was the first time that you got there. It wasn't when you got there, was it? It was the the, the, the the journey to get there. Would that be safe to say where you felt like it just took everything, every piece out of you to actually get to that $1 million mark? Or was it when at that $1 million mark, suddenly you went, ugh, I'm exhausted? Very, very good question. It really is not about the amount of income that was generated, but everything about the way I went about yes. generating that yeah. income. And I'm, you know, a, a very different seven figure business owner now, for sure. Mm. Tell us one tip that if you could, and we're going to go deep down this rabbit hole, but what's one thing that you really learned about how you do business differently now to when you first started out? Yeah, beautiful question. So when I first started out, I, you know, was really just so desperate to be able to make a go of this. <laughs> yeah. right? And I'm laughing because there's women on here now that are in the startup phase. This is going to be extremely important for them. I'm laughing because there's many of us that are also listening that have been through that. <laughs> we yes. understand yes. that feeling. I mean, I, I, I stepped into being self-employed and I came from being a, a high school drama teacher. So uh, my first business was as a nutrition and wellness coach. Um, and, and I share that because, you know, I know that that's a, a passion and interest of yours as well. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I really just, you know, launched myself into this, you know, self-employment adventure. And it was terrifying. And, you know, that that is where my spiritual practice came in and, and made such a difference. And at the same time, I, you know, would just follow whatever it is that, you know, I was told to do by, you know, the coach that I was working with or the program that I was in. Mm-hmm. And, and as I shared before, I didn't know that I was highly sensitive. So I didn't know that about myself. And so in that regard, that combination, right, of terror and um, really in so many ways blindly following just, you know, out of, you know, innocence and not knowing as well as literally not knowing an important aspect about myself created this concoction of, you know, just really kind of taking action without connection. Yes. Thank you. uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that is what created, ironically, um, the difficulty, even though it came along with the quote unquote success. And I say quote unquote success because yes, there was that crossing, you know, of that significant income line. And, you know, I will absolutely um, share that it was also one of the lowest net years I had ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really, it was, it was a mess. Um, and so that's what really got my attention. And that's why I said before, I went into this very, you know, dark night of the soul and, and place of deep inquiry coming out of it. And, and, and again, discovering that I was highly sensitive as a big part of that returning fiercely to the spiritual practice as a piece of the business uh, where I had lost track of that as well has then, you know, led me on this path of really being able to claim that I can create, you know, my business and then therefore my life in a way that is aligned with who I am. I don't have to sacrifice that for the dollar, for the bottom line. And, and fill your well-being. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Like this, this it, 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 it was, you know, it's a mind game that we play with ourselves that says like, you know, oh, it's, uh, it's about getting to that certain mark, right? It's about getting to that certain, you mm-hmm. know, place, whatever that is for each of us that we think is going to create success, meaning that we will then be able to be who we need to be. Um, But it's just not true. It's really absolutely the the other way around. Yeah. And I I think there's probably plenty of women that are going through this right now. There's a big shift that's happening with that female energy where we're um, and it could obviously be a crossover with highly sensitive entrepreneur, which you're picking up and you're teaching as well. For me, it was exactly the same thing. It was, I had a, a, a brand new coach. It, everything felt like for me, it was ego driven. I wanted to stay number one. I had my son, wanted to stay number one, scared I'm going to fall off my perch. Everything was outside of me. Everything was a push. Everything was about learning the system, implementing the system. It was all go, 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 go. When the time really, um, I needed to just be a beautiful mum and just connect back with my inner beauty and my feminine. Instead, I was out there and just pushing and pushing and pushing. And I built this amazing mastermind, met the most beautiful clients, beautiful women. And that was when I really felt like I was in my genius zone. But when I was creating everything to push and to get to those seven figures and everything was about those seven figures, I just, I just, I actually wrote in my journal, I started to connect uh, back with myself and I started to do a lot of deep writing and that's how it feels I get back into alignment is through is, is through that journaling process and also moving my body and getting into exercise and stuff that gives me joy and I wrote you know please hit me with a two by four because I'm just not happy and four days later Heather I, I ended up getting meningitis <laughs> I literally got hit by two by four in the head. And that was the shift that I needed just to whack me in the head, to slow me down, to go, I need to work differently. I need to get back more in alignment. I need to feel 
what brings me joy in my business. I need to stop listening to what everyone else is doing and just start to cull back. And um, I think there's a lot of women going through these shifts right now. And for me, it's me stepping back into my feminine, but I'd love to hear from you. And I'm sure the ladies listening as well is how do we know if we fall under a highly sensitive entrepreneur? What are some of the things that we need to look out for? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, I would say, you know, first and foremost is the reminder, you know, from Dr. Aaron that you were born into the world this way. So I always like to say your parents didn't do it to you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't pick it up on the playground. And it's not because you went to that crazy wild party in college. It is just who you are. And from there, then, you know, to really be able to understand if you are or aren't highly sensitive, I definitely um, recommend an assessment. And if you're someone who's interested in being self-employed, the assessment that I've created builds up off of uh, Dr. Aaron's work and includes the entrepreneurial aspect into the, into the assessment. And then from there is to really begin the process of retraining how it is that you perceive yourself. So for example, when I, you know, first discovered that I was highly sensitive, I've always been a believer and teacher that your ideal client is a version of you. So I brought one of Dr. Aaron's assessments into a group of 25 women entrepreneurs that I was working with at the time. I had them all take the assessment and every single woman in that room was highly sensitive. Mm -hmm. And what was really interesting is that not one woman in that room wanted to be highly sensitive. They really saw it as a weakness. They saw it as a detriment. They saw it as a negative label. And that was really what became the the motivator for me and, and really truly the beginning of the highly sensitive entrepreneur movement. Because I looked at this room of 25 women who were all extremely talented. And I could see that if they weren't willing to really accept this part of themselves, that one, they would end up experiencing a version of what I had experienced and very similar to the story that you just shared as well. Mm -hmm. And they would then therefore, you know, bump up against the possibility that they would not be bringing their gift of service to the world. Mm. So, You know, there's different characters and traits that, um, you know, identify uh, whether a person's highly sensitive or not. I'm happy to to speak to to those or... Yeah, let's just get a few out just so we can feel like we're ticking some boxes if they're sitting there going, oh, I think this is me. They're they're driving in the car. Oh, I think this is me. Let's hear some of them. What is to look out for? And can I just make a note? I love when you were saying it was like you came in as the saving soul to your team that the ambulance is going off in the background in the middle of New York. (laughs) I was like, whoa, here she comes. The timing was beautiful. New Yorker, that is for sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so what is it that we need to look out for? What are some telltale signs? 
Yes. So, you know, through my work, I've identified what I refer to as uh, 12 top HSE shadows and 12 top HSE strengths. So from the shadow perspective, uh, one of the top shadows is that as a highly sensitive, you will most likely experience overwhelm uh, that much more quickly, that much more uh, consistently than someone who is not highly sensitive. There is also the HSE shadow of over-responsibility. And what that means is that you tend to have the, you know, inclination to feel responsible for others and their experiences. Um, and I can talk about why, uh, if that would be helpful at some point. And there's also the HSE shadow of overprotection, mm-hmm. which means that you go to great lengths to try to keep yourself from experiencing overwhelm or even the possibility of being overwhelmed. Um, On the other side, some of the strengths that we have, and I'll speak to again, just a few of the top 12, Mm -hmm. definitely one of our top HSE strengths is that we are extremely intuitive. Another strength is that we are also deeply empathetic Uh, We also have the ability to listen deeply, to think deeply, and to feel deeply. Mm -hmm. So the key then becomes is learning if you are going to, you know, just kind of stay on autopilot and operate from your shadows or if you're going to step into the process of really learning how to work with your highly sensitive nature so that you can really access those strengths and most importantly, really have the strengths working for you in your business. Yeah. So, And that you know, would obviously then take the pressure off the overwhelm, reduce the exactly. feeling of the responsibility, right? Because if you're focusing on really what the, what the strengths are, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it really does. It shifts and changes everything. However, it also does really require you to show up in your business, to show up in your life very, very differently and definitely differently than the other 80% because Dr. Aaron says that there's 20% of us who are born into the world highly sensitive. So what that means is that most of the world is designed for the other 80% and that includes all the training that is out there about what it needs to happen in order to be successful as a person who's self-employed. So you have to be willing to uh, say, you know what, I'm actually going to go about this in a different way. And that doesn't mean that I'm not going to create success. It just means I'm going to go about it and I'm going to create it differently. And that's what was really lacking back at that time when I was really in that dark night of the soul. Like Mm. I said, I was just doing what I was told. I was taking action without connection. Look, we've talked about the assessment. Um, For anyone listening, the easiest link you might remember is AnnetteLakovich.com forward slash HSE highly sensitive entrepreneur. So just three letters there, HSE. Um, Though, can you just give us a shout out of um, where they can actually also find the link? 
Yes. So hsequiz.com. That's where you'll find the assessment. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. So hse.quiz, all one word, dot com. Um, Otherwise, if you find that too hard to remember and you're driving along, guys, there's also the link there. If you're listening to iTunes, scroll down, click the link that takes you through to netnecklinks.com forward slash HSE, and we're going to put all the links there so you can follow Heather on um, Instagram. You can have her uh, website, her Facebook link, and also the... Um, assessment link for the um, to really see if you're in that 20% or not. <laughs> um, Heather, I would love to know with somebody, let's just say they find out they're, they're highly sensitive, they've, they've done, gone through the quiz and they've gone, yep, okay, definitely, I'm totally off the radar there <laughs> and I am like at 10 out of 10. What would be the next best steps for them to take to then start to hone into their strengths and start to step away from the actual shadow? Yes. Well, when you take the quiz, you will find out if you are either somewhat of an HSE or if you're a super HSE or if you're like me and you are a super uber HSE. And then you will receive a free success guide depending on whether somewhat super or super uber. And that success guide is really going to support you in those first steps, starting to really just understand what it actually means to be a person who's highly sensitive and then how to begin to work with that within the realm of being self-employed. So that's what I really definitely recommend because that guide will um, truly support you and be right there for you. And then after that, it really becomes uh, about an ongoing process of awareness, right? Um, This really is so much of the work that I do in the Business Miracles Mentoring Programs is is about a retraining. It's an inner and outer approach to business. And we take care of how to, you know, be in marketing and be in selling and being operations as a person who's highly sensitive. But, and there's also this aspect of what does it mean to be inside myself? And how do I want to now start to, you know, be different uh, within all of the activities that I do, whether in my business, my relationships, my life as a whole. So to just remember, you know, it's, it's a process. As you're willing to step into it, though, I will say absolutely changes everything for the better. I am just like 100% happier doing the work that I do in the way that I do it. I'm happier within my marriage. I'm happier within my friendships. Um, And I just really am so grateful every single day to understand uh, how it is, you know, that I operate and what it is that I need and how to language what I need and then to be able to share it with others. Sounds amazing. My goodness. I would love then to get you to give the ladies some pieces of advice because you coach women in business. Um, Let's just say if she is in the startup phase, she is in the push phase. So everything's outside of her. Everything's about the money, the dollars, getting the, 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 the pressure of getting the marketing out there and staying on top of things and you feel that overwhelm that she has and it's building up. What's the one piece of advice that you would recommend for her to be able to stop 
and do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really so important. So, And say it's I, today. Say it's today. She's listening today. Yes. She can jump on and do that test, but she needs to do something right now just to go, I need to make a change today. Yes. So I would say first and foremost, like stop and take a breath. And I know that that sounds so trivial, uh, but truly um, to change a thought pattern, you change a breath pattern. So through that deep breath to actually consider the possibility that the answer is not outside of you, your Ego mind, as the course would say, which really just means your fear-based mind, wants to tell you, it wants to have you believe that someone else out there has the answer to what you need. If you can just take the right course, if you can just buy the right book, you will then be okay and you will then feel safe. When in truth, business is not uh, about the hustle. The business is not about the pushing. Business is not about how much you can do in a short amount of time. Business is about relationships. So the best thing that you could do after you take that deep breath is go find someone to have a conversation with. Get yourself up out of your house, get yourself away from your computer, go to whether it might be a formal event or go to the park or go to your, you know, your kids, uh, you know, play group and be willing to say to someone, this is the work that I do. Would you like to hear about it? And that will do so much more for you than anything you could possibly create online, on social media, or any, you know, next e-course that you could put your money into. So deep breath, connect in, and then be willing to go out and make a connection. Mm, It's so interesting, isn't that? Because... Uh, my husband and I are actually just doing a new part of our business now and everything that we're doing to build this new part is purely through partnerships, through relationships and built this side of the business so much faster at the moment than actually relying on the Facebook ads and the heavy Instagram and getting out there and just working the funnels and doing all that stuff. It's really quite interesting. We thought, let's just strip it back, go back to old school. Let's just go back to where belly to belly and people to people because we're losing that. We're, we're losing that. And that's what we feel like. The That's where I, with building this mastermind, everything was online and everything was about the push and we're like, let's just strip that back. Let's just go back to old school. Let's just start getting belly belly. And the amazing thing is that we've done two Facebook Lives and that's it. 
and everything was done through partnership. So I love that you've actually said, you know, for me, it's about flow and that energy. And when the energy connects with the, the right person or when you start actually just talking belly to belly with somebody else, it just creates such a beautiful energy and that flow and getting you back into that alignment and hearing your own message and bringing that passion back in. So I'm so glad that you've actually said that. I would love to know there's women there, they've created a business. Let's just say it was a bit like me where what I ended up creating went totally off track to where I first set out. And now for me, it's about pulling it all back together and taking the learnings and bringing those learnings back in. But you've got women there that maybe they've made a career choice or they've created a business and they're getting pulled further and further down a different yellow brick road to where they really want to be, what's a piece of advice that you think they really need to hear to help them get back into alignment? Is it the same thing or is there something different coming up for you? Yes, yes. Well, it, it's really about getting off track, right? Um, where it's it's what you're building starts to get away from you. Mm. And that's definitely, you know, where I was in that dark night of the soul. So one of the things that, you know, I share in my teachings quite frequently is the reminder that everything is course correctable. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> everything is course correctable. So you can always change course. And that is one of the beautiful aspects of being self-employed. It is a consistent process of creation. And honestly, one of our highly sensitive entrepreneur strengths is creativity. So the more that you can allow the space for that creativity and to, you know, be willing when you find yourself in that space of feeling like things have gone off track, be willing to course correct Mm -hmm. and make a change. And it's totally possible. Will it maybe be a little messy for a little while? Sure. Yeah. But you know what? Again, that's part of the amazing aspect of being self-employed. If you weren't interested in being creative, if you weren't willing to allow things to get a little messy, then most likely you would choose to be an employee versus an entrepreneur. Everything is correctable. So true. And it's so true where working in your own business, we do get to change things instantly. We don't have to go through boards and boards of directors, (laughs) wait for the chain of command to actually happen. We can course correct so easily. Yeah. I always finish this with every interview that I do. And I would love to know what your answer is because I'm unsure what it's going to (laughs) be. Will you delight us with this? What is the one thing that you do either daily or it has to be at least weekly that lifts your highest level of vibration, that makes you the happiest version of you where it's like your go-to place, your go-to thing? What makes you the happiest version of yourself these days? Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So it's not necessarily 
every single day, but just about with a few rare, rare exceptions. So what makes me so happy and so delighted and so in love with my life is that I get up when I want to. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I can't even remember the last time I used an alarm clock. Mm. I get up when I want to. I have set my schedule. I set my day that always allows me to get up when I want to. How beautiful is that? (laughs) We have never had that answer. I love that. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much. What an amazing way to finish the day. I think that's the power as well. We're saying all these amazing things for entrepreneurship. We can get stuck in the rut of the push and the everything's outside of us or really work from the inside. And one of the things that I actually claimed years ago was, why do I have to be at my desk at 9am when I've just had a baby and here I am still running my business like I'm in corporate. And I thought, I really love to still exercise and I'm finding it really hard to exercise at the moment. <laughs> before I meant to start my work day. So I thought, I'm not starting my work day till 10 because right. if I run my own diary, I will run it so I can still be that best version of me. Um, right. I still think I set the alarm though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my son's the alarm these days. Um, yeah. Yeah. But so, oh, that is you know, so beautiful. Yeah, to remember again, you know, that you get to create um, as an entrepreneur. And, you know, I I really teach uh, learning as a highly sensitive entrepreneur what your circadian rhythm is, your natural rhythm, and then learning to, to work with that. And I need time in the morning to kind of adjust and re-enter this world. So that's what I do. That is beautiful. I love that you own it. I love how authentic you are. You sound like such an interesting woman. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> going to want to learn more about you, follow you, um, and just keep getting these amazing teachings. So, guys, uh, Heather Dominic, and that's Dominic with a CK at the end. Business Miracles is what her business is called. We have the quiz there for the highly sensitive entrepreneur. Heather, thank you. It's been an absolute delight. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy your sleep in tomorrow (laughs) and um, we will continue to be in contact beautiful thank you so much you're listening to the herpreneur wellness show i hope you received the inspirational idea thought or message that you're meant to hear today if you love the show it means a bunch to me sending me a message on facebook or on itunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released until then make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know i'm out Mm-hmm.